Racing. Green light, they're set to go. Green light's on. Set for a start. Kablenge is holding on. Cut glory for Kablenge. But it is all heart style Rico, and he is going to absolutely bolt the Melbourne Cup in. Green light is on for the Green Light On podcast. It is Green Light On Premier Racing podcasting time. Hello and welcome to the Sandown Park edition, episode number 158. I tell you what, punters, all roads this week lead to the Meadows. The Nationals begin. Really, really looking forward to seeing that. And uh, we'll chat a little bit more about that on episode 159, hopefully with Corey Smith, because Postman Pat's drawn box seven uh, in his respective heat. And Amron Boy, maybe a chance to see the best of Amron Boy coming up with box number one in his respective heat of the Nationals. So looking forward to uh, to breaking down that uh, particular night of racing on the next episode. But for now, it's all things Sandown Park, and we're going to have a chat with a uh, special guest, not really inside info, but we're going to get to know Jason McEwen from Oscapes, who takes all of the photos at the Metro meetings and uh, learn a little bit about he, how he got involved and, and uh, find out some of the uh, the best photos he's ever taken in his journey in greyhound racing. So looking forward to uh, having a catch-up and a chat with Jason McEwen. Run of the week. We're kicking off off the top, as always, with run of the week. Now, there was a few that caught the eye, but I've come back to Dewana Sensation because I reckon this Greyhound has just got absolute loads of X-factor, loads of brilliance. And, and this win last week, last Thursday night, I thought was outstanding. She was able to box, lead, and win 34.06 the time. Sections were good. Run home was good. It was just a, a great run from Dewana Sensation. Racing. Dewana Sensation jumped well. There was good speed from Tinker Fram, but up on the inside goes Winnie's Wish. Winnie's Wish drives through. Now Dewana Sensation on the scene goes up and takes the front. Tinker Fran third. Fourth was Fayetteville. Next in the field was Starburst Candy from Little Prince and Pigwidgeon. And last of all was Johnny Cool. But down the back, Dewana Sensation is out by six on Winnie's Wish. And Tinker Fran starts to run on. But they're a mile behind the leader. Starburst Candy's making ground clear of Pigwidgeon. But Dewana Sensation is absolutely panels in front. One by nine lengths on Tinker Fran and Starburst Candy. She is a serious stayer, this little one, Dewana Sensation, when she she puts it all together. Run home was fantastic. Uh, it was just a really good run. 10.75 the run home, but she went good early, went good down the back. It was just a really good rounded out run. And yeah, I think getting back up over the 6.50 plus this campaign, I reckon we could see a pretty handy stay develop in that, the form of Dewana Sensation. Thursday's preview. Straight into Thursday night preview from last week to this week. 12 on the program, Metro Racing in Melbourne. Race one, tipping the five. Uh, to kickstart six o'clock race number one sports bet final to start the night one to six win final over the five nine five uh, speed map from the watchdog has Darnham Diva leading there's no doubt she's a competitive chance but I'm with five Coppola Bale who in the speed map is right out the back but uh, should come with a, a thumping run and if you go through the last five starts he's jumped no closer to the rail in box seven I know he can use a bit of the track but I reckon getting down to five could be a, an improving factor and he can be hard to beat race two thought this was a tricky race speed map has the six leading purified I'm with number one on top uh, Shimmer Stellar I think can be a little bit hit or miss it was hit last time at the Meadows and she just got stuck the wrong side of Kanji Uganda I thought the run was good she peaked a little bit on that uh, should take some fitness from that run and if she was to jump the same way she did last time at the Meadows she can go well race three uh, watchdog speed map suggesting flying Foxy to lead I think that's fairly correct um, Starburst Candy's going to try and drive up off the inside and I think Living Infamy's the runner to get the nice run 
one. Mark 750 in the form guide. I think that's value. Race three, number two, living infamy. Race four is my best bet of the night. Speed map has the two trending Zara leading the red. I reckon Hector Fawley can kick up and, and just about lead trending Zara. And I think from there he will be winning. Um, he is my best bet for the program. He was a complete forgive run last time. He drew horribly the week before. So there's reasons for his numerical form to be a four and a six. And back to 600 at the Sandown Park where he excels. From the draw that he excels, I know he's going to be short, but I think he'll be winning. Race five, speed map having the five on top cruise mode. Well, if she leads, I don't think there's a doubt that she'll be winning. The concern is, can she get to the front from box number five? I'm probably going to have a small each-way play on the one, Dash Express, who's drawn nicely off the inside, went 509-29-52, two starts ago from five. So if he uses the draw, I think he can go well. Race six, interesting speed map here from the Watchdog. Crackerjack RT, Dundee Rebel, the two pace greyhounds in the race. I'm not sure Crackerjack RT really is a is a pace greyhound. He can be a little bit hit or miss, and, and he's normally doing his best work in the latter part of the race but I think if he can find a place there's no reason why he can't win so I'm with three race number seven speed map off the chart from a Punga Mustang but I'm going underneath of him with Navarino marked him my each way best bet of the night number one I just think he can afford to let Mapunga Mustang go and then run him down or he can punch up from the inside drawer and and get the job done I think even though if he leads I think he'll win but even though you look at his form and, and all of his wins have come from out wide, I think getting up to 600 where you're hoping he finds the front, the inside draw works for him. So I'm with Navarino, fairly confident rating him one of my better bets of the night. Uh, race number eight, tipping to Zohar Bale. There's already the scratching of three, Ariane Bale. And, and Zohar Bale has been elite the last three. Stepping up to 700 at Sandown for the first time is the big question mark. But those last couple of runs have been really, really good and absolutely savaging the line. Speaking of savage the line stout. Manelli was awesome in his placing behind uh, El Dorado at the Meadows last Saturday. If he brings that form to Sandown, I think he'll win race number nine. I'm with the four stout Manelli. Race 10, I'm going to Angus and Chovy. I reckon he can just let the speed go. The one and the three have pretty good pace. If he can just tuck in Angus and Chovy, I think he can run a really good race at an each way price. Speed map having never be alone to lead with Voice of Thunder. I think never be alone will definitely be uh, the pacemaker there. Race number 11, speed map from the Watchdog suggesting the red to lead Medalia Zoom. Probably a decent likelihood of that. And I'm with number three, Lakeview Rosie, who I'm hoping can cross and find the front and be hard to beat. Race 12, the last. Again, it's a pretty compressed speed map uh, from the Watchdog. Two and the eight, the likely leaders. I'm with number three, Tessa Nature, who was able to get the job done at the Meadows last time from box number one. It was a, a strong win. Didn't really begin that well, but uh, just continued to lift the intensity as the race went on. So I think has drawn nicely in box number three here to make it a Metro double within five days. Hunters Punting Club. Hunters Punting Club. Chances are you're going to lose. You can call Gambler's Help 1-800-858-858 or visit gamblinghelponline.org.au for free confidential support. Now, my punters punting club, I'm pretty keen on two of them. I, I probably will play a multi with both. Race four, number one, Hector Fawley, 30 a win at the shorts. And race eight, number one, Navarino, $10 each way. You like a little bit of a parlay formula or an all-up or something like that or a doubles or whatever they call it depending on where you put your bets on. Um, I'll go Hector Foley to win into Navarino each way in a multi as well. Obviously not part of the punters club, but uh, that is what I'm thinking is the way I'm going to attack this uh, Thursday night program, which does look look a winnable program, hopefully. Inside Info. 
And I did say off the top of the show, it was a little bit of a different looking inside info segment this time around. Jason McEwen of Oscapes has been good enough to jump on the line and have a little bit of a yarn to the green light on podcast. Jace, how are you, my friend? Good, James, yourself? I'm going very well. What people don't know is I'm recording this at the Meadows on Wednesday night. Uh, we are no more than, I reckon, 100 metres apart. You're taking the photography, <laughs> I'm broadcasting, and yet I've got you on the line, mate, to have a chat about uh, everything greyhound racing, the uh, the joys of technology, I guess you could say. It is fantastic, isn't it? Hey, speaking of technology, uh, I want to learn a little bit about you and your photography and, and how it all began, how you ended up uh, becoming a, a greyhound racing photographer. Uh, where where did it all begin for you, mate? Firstly, photography and then the move to, to doing it, you know, on a fairly full-time basis with greyhound racing. Um, well, it started back when I was in high school, actually, um, probably a little bit before that, but high school is when I really picked up a camera. Um, and I'm out of a greyhound family, so I've been on the track since I was born, basically. Uh, so come 16, I had a camera in my hand, and I also got uh, dropped in the deep end with the old, uh, you call it fast track, but it was old film, uh, past the post, photo finish. So that's where it really, really sort of started, way back in 1998. 98? 88. 88. Jesus, even further back. Showing your age, Jase. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm forgetting how old I am some days. From there, basically, uh, as most people know, I was in the military, so I bounced around Australia for a long time. Uh, when I got back on the East Coast, I went back to my hometown of Canamble uh, for the uh, Maiden Carnival in October, uh, back in 2008. And I've rocked up and, of course, yeah, I've been in the photography for quite some time and had all the all the gear um, and I've rocked up to find somebody trying to take photos with a little Instamatic and wondering why he couldn't get a photo of a dog. Is, so, that, is that, for those who don't know photography like myself, is that a real crappy type of setup? Uh, no, that's like your basic camera. Yeah, that okay. is like, you know, the one you walk in and it'll take three photos, you know, in five seconds sort of stuff. Uh, where these days, you know, we're talking 30 to 60 frames in a second. Wow. So, yeah, that, that's where it sort of started. So I was back on the East Coast then and I was taking photos in Canemble from 2008 and still and still am. So I'll be up there this October. When I moved to Victoria with uh, Defence, uh, Cynthia O'Brien from Hillsville found out very quickly I was here and seconded me to come out to Hillsville and started taking photos there. Um I landed the other two tracks when the previous photographer um, had a stroke. Uh, came in on a part-time basis, uh, but then he became full-time uh, a few months later. Uh, just on that Canamble Carnival, you said hometown carnival. People yeah. tell me in the Greyhound game that is mad. Like if you if you love Greyhound racing, you love having a cold beer and just getting back to basics. That is that is where you want to go. Is that is that how you describe it? Like it is is it as good as people make out? It is the Canamble Carnival. Definitely. It definitely is. Like, um, you know, even last year we had a few of our younger Victorians turn up. Um, we won't name names, but some of them probably can't remember a lot of the carnival. <laughs> so it's a piss-up. <laughs> it, it was a bit of, bit of a piss-up. You know, it's one, of, it's one of those places. It's still, you know, it's still got um, – it's a non-TAB track, so it's still got your bookies. Um, this year, look, they, they've got bloody Shannon Noel playing yeah. on the Friday night. So – uh, but no, it is a big, I wouldn't say party, but it is a big carnival for 
people to get together. It's, you know, it's, sometimes it's the only time you, you actually see some people out of the industry that you never run into any other time of the year. Mm, it's, a good, it's a good point. Let's turn our attention back to, to Greyhound Racing more closer to home. What's the, the biggest race that you've taken a picture of? Oh, well, I've done all the group ones now. Um, what, what's the race, in... though, that when you turn up, like you, you just know as, as a photographer this is, this is big? Like, Is there one that stands out? Maybe the Phoenix. I know the, the crowd and the atmosphere around that last year was phenomenal. Or are you more of a traditionalist with a race like the Melbourne Cup? Well, de- definitely last year. Like the, you know, with Welsh's fast run, you know, a winning the second time, but just being in it for the second time. Uh, with that potential, that really made it a big, big carnival. But yeah, the Melbourne Cups, the Australia Cups, um, it comes down to the field as well, as you know. Um, you know, dogs like Baby JC and Wow, and you know, I was lucky enough to when I started the Meadows, it was as Fernando Bale was sort of finishing his career. So it's it, as you know, it's a day by day. Um, you know, one day this will be the best race you've ever shot. Two weeks later, you know, that, that'll that be the best you know, best one, yeah. Right now, though, we, we look back over the years that you've been involved. What, what would be the, the one moment you've captured that, that you think would be the best image you've ever ever caught, I suppose, that you've produced? Do you have one? Ooh. I've got a couple of photos on my, on my wall, and one's actually from Heelsville of all places. Yeah, okay. Um, back when I was able to shoot from up under the rail... Um, got a gorgeous shot. The dog's name actually is just eluding me. Uh, something entity, I think it was. Um, fantastic shot. The dog's you know, heads up in the crouch position, but one of those beautiful, not touching the ground. Uh, you know, other things is like um, uh, um, 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 Dave Burnett's dogs. Um, yeah, Simon who, told the, Helen, who told Stevie. Yeah, those two dogs, they were, you know, they were fantastic to shoot. And, you know, those two were sitting on my wall because I just loved, loved the dogs. They were, you know, loved by everyone and, you know, loved by David, which I know intimately that he was heartbroken and he had to give those up. Mm. Yeah, it was, uh, it was tough for him, no doubt. Hey, mate, if I could ask you a favour as I let you go, Jace, I would love for you to send a photo of the photos on your wall of these particular images that we're speaking about, and we'll put them out on, on social media so everybody can take a look. But if we want to get onto Oscapes and, and potentially buy a picture of a, of a racing image anywhere or, or even just to inquire about your uh, class as a photographer, mate, and the work that you can produce, how do we go about that? Mate, all the social medias, uh, yeah, you put Oscapes into Insta, uh, Facebook, even Twitter or X or whatever it's called today. Um, or, yeah, just Google um, Oscapes.com and it'll all come up. You're not a TikTok man? No, no, I never got into TikTok. <laughs> I didn't think you'd be a TikTok man. Great to get to know you, Jace, on, on this particular podcast, mate. We appreciate your time. Good luck with everything moving forward and keep capturing those iconic images, mate, of Greyhound Racing. There's nothing better. And, and we'll have to organise one day to, to join you at this piss-up that is uh, the Canamble Carnival one day down the track. <laughs> No problem, James. Hope, hope to see you there. And, of course, this podcast brought to you by GRV Greyhound Racing in Victoria. Well, that's it, punters. Until next time, safe travelling and happy punting. What are you really gambling with? Call Gambler's Help 1-800-858-858 or visit gamblinghelponline.org.au for free confidential support.